Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. It's your boy DeVille D.I. coming to you again. Man, it's going to be another long day today. I told y'all yesterday I had worked in making. It's like an hour, hour 15 minute drive to where I was, location I was at. So then I come home and I got to go back, but to Warner Robins this time, which is like an hour 20 minutes away from where I am, man. And it's rough. It's rough. All that driving. I don't like driving at all you know there's a couple of reasons why i don't like driving number one people on the highway are pushy i don't like having people you know speed up behind me and why do people think that because they go faster it's going to make you go faster it's like i'm going to drive at the pace that i'm driving at no matter how fast you choose to go i'm cruising i'm one of those type of people i like to take it nice and easy down the highway i mean if you're in a rush you should have left earlier <laughs> i'm gonna leave in time to get there when i should get there or i'm just gonna be late that's that's the only two ways about it i hate that right there though man and i hate that um surrounding feeling that you get when you look over you got a semi on your left side you know you got a, a, a f-150 behind you you got some little um freaking bmw on the other side of i just don't like that feeling because you know when you're on the highway you never know what may happen with your vehicle and you know what i'm saying you don't <laughs> you want to have space i like to have space to maneuver in case something happens you know anything could happen and i like to be able to be to be comfortable you know with making my next move and then you got people who have the whole highway situation confused right growing up up until a couple years ago probably five years ago i was under the misconception because i had been taught that the highway the three-lane highway was built as 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 goes all right i was told that the left lane was the fast lane that was the lane that you should drive in if you want to go fast and if you didn't want to go fast then you should stay over to to the right side because that's the slow lane i spent years of my life believing that that was the proper way to drive on the highway then it wasn't until like i say maybe five years ago i actually found out that the real way that the, the highway is set up is that the the right lane is the exit lane that's the ex the lane you should drive in if you are planning on exiting soon. The middle lane is the actual travel lane, meaning the lane that you should be in while you're just driving. And then on the left side is the passing lane. That's why people are should be going fast, tend to be going faster on the left lane. It's because that's the lane that you used to go around. If I'm going too slow in the travel lane, I never knew that. And when I did find out, it blew my mind. And I was like, well, I've been lied to all my life. What else have I been lied to about? You know what I mean? So 
I I do try to abide by that because I feel like if everybody actually followed that, you know, the way they were supposed to, traffic would flow better. But you got these buttholes that like to zip in and out of the lane and go around, you know, go from they'll go from the right lane all the way the right lane all the way to the left lane to go around and come back across two lanes of traffic to get back in the right lane. And they did all that just so they could be in the front. I don't get it, man. But yeah, I hate being in on the highway. Sometimes I prefer when there's just traffic and we have to go slow <laughs> because it, it cuts out a lot of the bull, man. I mean, people don't know how to drive. People are in a rush to go where. You know what I mean? That's you're in a rush. Where are you trying to go? Like whatever. Something I noticed just been getting on my nerves too, man. YouTube. On YouTube, like I got two things to talk to y'all about YouTube. On YouTube, um, I've been getting the same as commercial time and time again about this HIV, this HIV doctor. I'm telling you how to talk to doctors about HIV and if your insurance is not right and all this type of stuff. And now why this is good information that should be shared with the public. Because once I realized what they were talking about, I actually sat there and listened to the whole commercial instead of skipping it. Because he was giving out gems. But around the 5100th time that I heard the commercial come on, now I'm just tired of it, man. Why am I getting the same? Now, I, I know why I'm getting the same commercials. Because, you know, when you get caught up in a thread and they have certain uh, sponsors or whatever, and those ads are what's going to run on that person's videos. So if you're continuously watching that person's videos, you're going to continuously see that ad. And I wonder sometimes, uh, do people feel that way about my sponsorship, the ad on my podcast? It's like, okay, here it comes again with the same as ad. But So I understand I can't be mad at it, but I do get tired of it from time to time. Now, the second thing that I want to talk about on YouTube is this Momo Challenge or Moomoo Challenge. If you don't know what that is, man, Momo is a, it is, it's a, um, oh man, how can I explain it? This is a challenge that is popping up on during kids videos. And it is a very disturbing picture of a woman, a disfigured woman's face. And she's got like nobody, her body is like legs with hands for feet or something. It's weird, man. It's made off of a Japanese statue is where the actual picture comes from. But this is popping up in the middle of children's videos on on regular YouTube and on kids' YouTube. So just imagine that your kid is sitting there watching whatever goofy cartoon or whatever they're watching, and boom, this this uh, video of this, this image is hidden inside of all that. And then to make things worse is that it, it pretends to be a game and then it tries to influence children to hurt themselves and do all things all the way up to committing suicide. And it will tell you, it tells the kids like, you know, turn the gas on while your parents are sleeping, turn your stove on while your parents are sleeping, stick a fork in the freaking, um, in an in electric socket or stab yourself in the eye things like that and then it tells the kids if you tell your parents about this then i will come to your house and i will kill you and allegedly or reportedly 
One kid down in Argentina was found hanging from a tree after committing suicide because this thing told him to. And I guess he was so afraid of it that he actually followed through with it because kids do stuff like that. Now, I know people will say, well, what's the difference in me? Like me as an adult, I would say, okay, if if you're going to, if it's, if I, my choices are kill myself or you're going to kill me, you're going to have to bring the pain. Because I'm not going to do myself But you think about children man And fear Fear can influence kids To do some strange things And I immediately thought about my daughter Because she's just constantly on YouTube But she really only watches like anime And um She Drawing videos and stuff like that But it still made me wonder about her Because I was like man that would be I don't know what I would do if something like that would happen. Not even the fact that I think my daughter, I don't think my daughter's the type that would actually do something to herself, but it may just scare the shit out of her. And that would be, that would be just as bad to me as a parent for my daughter to feel that way. And knowing it was nothing I really could do to, um, to help her being that she lives in California right now. But yeah, that would be wow, man. So make sure you're monitoring what your kids are doing on their iPads and on their cell phones because this this uh, challenge also is uh, reported to be on WhatsApp. So um, they say that this will just show up in your, like it'll like show up in people's contacts and when you call it or text, if you contact it, you know, it starts to try to, it starts to you and tries to convince you that it knows where you live and knows people in your family. And stuff like that and you know it's the same thing it, it eventually it starts off kind of playful and then uh leads up into trying to get you to do things now there's different sides to the story too as far as what i heard about the whatsapp i haven't actually seen any videos of um of it on youtube i did some searching i tried to search it so i could see it myself but Every video that I found was explaining what was going on. I didn't find any video of the actual communications that was happening. Except like one, and it seemed pretty staged, but it is what it is. And they say, so I tried to find out what was the origin of this. And come to find out, the story that's being told is that the kid down in Argentina who ended up uh, committing suicide, that they found out that it was another adolescent kid who was sending these messages to this kid so just make sure that you let your kids know and i doubt that there are any kids listening to my podcast but if you are kids listening to my podcast number one you should not be listening to thoughts by the video <laughs> but if you are man if you get these type of messages on your whatsapp or you know these it's it's more likely than not is somebody that you know pulling a terrible prank on you and bullying you at the same time so make sure that you report it to adults because nothing's gonna show up at your house and do any harm to you and even furthermore on the videos if you see this video do not do anything that these things are telling you because it is just a bad uh, um, I don't even know if you want to call it a prank but it's just it's some BS do not listen to this to these images on this TV. It's just it's fake. Nothing's gonna happen to you if you tell your parents. I guarantee it. I'll bet money on it. Nothing's gonna happen to you 
after all, this is at the end of the day just a statue that is in a museum that some people have, some sig-minded people have decided to take advantage of and mess with people. And that just shows how messed up in the head some people are out there to even think that this was something funny to try to influence people, especially children, because I doubt that there's many adults out there that's going to fall for it. If you're an adult and you fall for the Momo challenge thing, then that's just natural selection thinning out the herd. But, you know, I know children are a little bit more susceptible, susceptible to things like this, especially younger children. <sighs> Man, that kind of, that really bothers me as a parent. But enough of this Debbie Downer right now. Make sure you keep your children informed. Keep an eye on what they're watching and what they're doing and who they're messaging. Children, do not message people that you don't know, especially off the Internet or off of any type of app. Do not talk to anybody that you don't know. Stranger danger. Remember that. Now, take a second and check out my my sponsors, <laughs> and we're going to get right back to the show. Come back with the What DeVille Thinks part of the show. So on to the What DeVille Thinks part of the show. If you don't know, the What DeVille Thinks part of the show is where I take questions from the audience, you, my lovely, lovely listeners, and I speak on them, you know, and I know you say, what DeVille, your whole show is pretty much what DeVille thinks, you call it Thoughts by DeVille D.I., yes, I know, but this is your chance to see what I think about things that you want to see what I think about, that's the opportunity that I'm giving to you, you can go over to my Thoughts by DeVille D.I., the podcast page, and... Uh, Leave a comment on there, message me on there. I'm very responsive, and I will definitely uh, address whatever topic. Or you can go over to Instagram, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I, and follow me on there. You can DM me and let me know what you want me to talk about, and we'll get to it. Tag me and post or anything like that, man. Just let me know what y'all want to talk to, and I'll address it. So, on what the bill thinks today, someone asked me, do I think that uh Robert Crave should be punished for trying to get Jade off as Maddie Mo would say for trying to pay to get Jade off do I think he should be punished okay simple straightforward answer with this one yes yes I do and I'm gonna take well the question is do does do I think the NFL should punish him right he's already gonna be punished in some sort of way through the court system which would probably be uh, end up being some lightweight slap on the wrist type situation. Maybe have to register as a sex offender. I don't know. Uh, Robert Kraft is a billionaire, so his lawyer team is pretty heavy. I would just assume so. I couldn't imagine nothing too bad happened to him in the legal system. But as far as the NFL, I say, hell yeah, they should punish him. And I'm going to tell you why they should punish him. Because forever the NFL has basically you know, had this stance that anything that any player or coach or anybody does that uh, causes embarrassment to the league, then, you know, it's not going to be tolerated. They're going to be punished for that. Now, we've seen, of course, numerous and numerous and numerous of NFL players be punished for being all types of different things and some of it was very deserving and some of it it was like come on man the punishment was a little too severe for you know what i mean what you did and but i understand that when you do 
get caught out there doing certain things, you may end up get receiving some type of punishment at your job. I know that um, the company I work for, I know that it, there are certain things that if I get caught doing out in the streets, yes, I, and, and, and my job finds out about it, I will be held accountable at the job also for that because it's, you know, you're putting up an image for who you work for at the same time. So yeah, I don't see that there's any way that the NFL can ignore or should ignore uh, what he did because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Ain't that what they say? So, I mean, you punish, you punish uh, everybody else for all their little discrepancies that they've had, whether it's been DUIs or um, drug possessions or, you know, alleged women, abuse of women or, you know, whatever, whatever it has been that these people have been arrested for or have done, they were swift with their punishment. And a lot of times do, did their own investigations outside of the, the criminal investigations. The NFL houses, houses own investigations and, and strict, is in strict of what, whatever, they impose their punishments even before the law had has punished them. The uh, you know the players in question or the coaches in question. So yeah, they definitely need to be as quick and swift with Robert Kraft with his punishment and because hey, it's only fair. Now he'll probably get a slap on the wrist even if they find him. You know. Their limitations to how much a NFL fine can be. And the guy's a billionaire, so there's no amount of money that they're going to find him that is really just going to hurt his feelings. And, you know, um, outside of if they win this far, the only thing they could really do to, to, to really mess with him would be to make him step down from his organization, sell his team or something like that. I doubt that they're going to do something that severe. But you never know, man. And, you know, they say this is thing involves sex trafficking and all all type. He's in the world, caught up in the whirlwind and stuff. So it'll probably have to do with how cooperative he is uh, with law enforcement on how deep he'll be, you know, in, t in the case-wise. You know, how far they're going to try to carry him into the case. And with the NFL, I don't know, man. Because they are very sometimey, but this is definitely one of those times where they have they do have to put out some form of punishment, I would say. And someone else actually said to me that it's strange that how you know once Kraft started hanging with out with Meek Mill and you know he's at these at the, these different. He was at these different functions with all these rappers, and you know he he's putting in his words on trying to help with prison reform and stuff like that. That now all of a sudden he gets arrested for uh, possibly being involved in prostitution. It was like with somebody that high profile, you know, they probably had him on the radar for longer than. Than this, it was what the basis what they're saying. It wasn't just by happenstance that they ran across Robert Kraft. They're saying they probably they been knew what he was up to, and you know the things that he's aligned himself with now just gave them the opening to step in and say, "Hey, look at this guy. He's out here vouching for prison reform, and he's a damn criminal himself." 
I don't know, man. You remember yesterday in my show, I was talking about conspiracy theories. I love me some, some cause, man, I can't talk worth a damn. I love me some conspiracy theories, so. But y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give you. So the discipline for today, you have to be disciplined enough to allow yourself to be used. Yes, I just said that. You have to be disciplined enough to allow yourself to be used. We're all going to come into situations where somebody is going to try to use us to their benefit. But what you have to do is make sure that the, what you're being used for is uh, beneficial enough to you to allow yourself to be used. But you also have to be disciplined enough to know when it's going too far. You have to have your limitations, people. Like, there are going to be times that you're going to be asked to do things on your job, at your school, in uh, in the organizations that you deal with, with your business partners. And you have to say, hey... Is this moment right here? Is this is the opportunities and the benefits gonna come from from this worth me letting myself be used today? Because that's what ha was it was happening. I'm stuttering like hell, but that's what's happening in the workforce. Period. If you go to work every day, you clock in, you know, nine to five, ten to six, eleven to seven, whatever time that you're working and no matter how much they're paying you you are being used they're using you to provide whatever service it is that you provide for them because if you did not provide that service to them i guarantee you would not be there so you have to put yourself in situations where being used is beneficial enough to you that you can allow yourself to be used but you also have to be disciplined enough to know when enough is enough and when it's time to step out of that situation and to pursue something else because at that point you letting them use you is no longer beneficial to your agenda i know being used it sounds bad but we're all being used you just have to make sure that you're being used for a reason that's beneficial to you being used is not necessarily a negative word like people people try to make a put a negative uh aura around that that sentence you're being used we're all being used we're being used by our children we're being used by our spouses we're being used by our employers everybody's using you in some way shape or fashion and you are using people yourself so you do have to be disciplined enough to allow yourself to be used in the proper context and in the proper situations but you also have to be disciplined enough to know when to stop letting people use you take this information do with it what you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated either way you made a difference get you a good breakfast because you're gonna need it why you out here trying to get shit done that was probably the reason why my day sucked yesterday i had woke up oh man i woke up late i set my alarm I, did i tell y'all i set my alarm for 6 30. i woke up it was like 7 30 right i didn't remember my alarm going off and i realized i set my alarm for 6 30 p.m and it wasn't for the fact that i had to pee i would have been extremely late to work i still was about 15 minutes late to work but i didn't get a chance to eat any breakfast and that threw my whole freaking day off so make sure that you put something in your stomach to get that energy start your day off right and get you going even if it's just a protein shake now get out there and have an amazing day thank y'all for tuning in to the video i thoughts about the video